0: Good day, good day, good day This is Brother Dre coming from Day 41 Ministries I hope that you're doing good on today Listen, we are in a brand new year If you're listening to me under the sound of my voice If you're under the sound of my voice right now You have so much to be thankful for Oh my goodness, I don't know about you But I am so glad that 2020 is over And guess what? I have made the quality decision that I am not going to allow 2020 to affect my 2021. In other words, I'm coming with a whole nother mindset. I'm I'm gonna live a lot freer on this year, you know, because if 2020 didn't teach us anything, it taught us this, that life is short, life is precious. It could end at any moment. But it also taught us that god is still on the throne god cares about his people and and as long as you got god on your side and you keep uh chasing after god and seeking god's counsel you will make it i don't know about you but that's what i took out of 2020 because you know just fyi you know a lot of people lost their jobs on last year uh, a lot of people lost loved ones on last year, and as did I. You know, I lost some people that were very close to me, people that I love. And that's that's a, a hurtful feeling. That's, that's a lot to deal with, you know, when you talk about losing loved ones uh, or people you care about, especially in that manner when we're talking about the pandemic and everything else. But, you know, I also had one of the best years in my life. You know, a lot of things that I had been praying about. God just did for me. A lot of things that I've been seeking God about for years, it manifested in 2020. Isn't it funny how the things you pray about, you know, and it, when it seems like you pray about it in your better years or in the, I, I guess, where, where it seems like it would be more convenient for him to work out, work it out. It doesn't happen then, but right when all hell is breaking loose around you, it seems like he comes out of nowhere and and just bless your socks off and so that's what kind of happened to me it was a weird year it was it was kind of crazy because you know even though we had the pandemic like i said i had one of my best years you know god really showed out for me and and you know that's the kind of god i serve you know he 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 blesses me he he lets me know that he's there even when chaos is around me and I'm sure I'm not the only person with that testimony. You know, most people that that went through what you went through, or or was in the same uh uh phase that you were in, did not have the same testimony because they didn't have God on their side, or they didn't know God like you do. But I'm so glad I know Him, and I'm and I love Him, and I'm so glad He loves me. So you know, you know, I, I hope that you had uh, a, a good. 2020, you know, and uh or you survive 2020, but I, I hope you come with the mindset that 2021 is gonna be my best year. Yeah, so listen, um I, I, I thought this would be appropriate for the first um the first time we talk, the first time we 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 come together, you know, and I just wanna talk about making decisions. Making decisions. Um, one of the f- things that my mother used to say, which I love so much, and maybe one time I, I'll talk about her and and some of the things she, she instilled in me. Uh, but she used to tell me, consider the cost. Consider the cost. Three words. Consider the cost. And at the time she was telling me this, you know, I was listening and I heard her, I understood what she was saying, but I tell you something, man, you know, the older I get, the more uh, effect or the more impact it has on my life. Those three words, consider the cost, because, you know, let's face it, a lot of things that we are going through or have gone through, is because we did not consider the cost. A lot of us made decisions because we just, we, we made it out of, some of us made it out of flesh. Some of us made it, you know, just out of, you know, being stubborn or, you know, rushing, you know, we we, we made bad decisions and man, I tell you, bad decisions can haunt you. Oh my goodness. It can haunt you for years and years and years one bad decision can 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 put you in bondage can put you in chains literally for the rest of your life and and maybe some of us don't don't ever experience that extreme where an ex where a a decision put us in literal chains but some of us are chained up by decisions we made and it may not be you know like a jail cell or anything but we we are we are chained up by some decisions we made you know when we when we should have did what we we knew what was right to do but we didn't do it you know a lot of us have that feeling you know we we when we end up in a bad situation or something bad happens to us and we say man something told me not to do that well that something was god most likely trying to tell you you might not want to do that but we override it you know how we do. We try to override God and override what we're feeling because we just want to make that decision that seems like, and I do stress seems like, will, will, will benefit us right now. Uh, but I just want to talk about making decisions. And so James chapter one, verse five says this. Now, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly and, will, and it will be given to him. Let me read that one more time. James 1 and 5 says, Now if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask for God who give to all generously and ungrudgingly and it will be given to him. And so that's that's the main thing we need to do. You know, this year we have to make sure more than ever, We have to make sure that we seek God. You know, Matthew chapter six, verse 33 says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be provided for you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be provided for you. See, we have to seek God's kingdom. We have to put God first, people. I know it sounds a little old fashioned to some people, and I know a lot of people may not even want to hear it, but we have to put God first. If you're going to live a, 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 a successful life, a productive life, you got to put God first. There's no if ands about it. You have to put God first. Well, See how he breaks it down. He says, seek the kingdom of God. So so when you see that word kingdom, you must understand it. it is saying I'm going to seek his counsel. His kingdom, I'm going to seek his counsel and I am going to be governed by his ruling. When you see that word kingdom, the kingdom of God, when you when you seek the kingdom of God, you're seeking his counsel and and you have made a decision that I'm going to be governed by his ruling. But he didn't just stop there. He went further. He says, seek the kingdom of God and which means in addition, in addition to his righteousness. And once you do that, all these things will be provided for you and his righteousness. So when we see righteousness, we have to understand that's talking about his characteristics. It's talking about his personality, his characteristics and his personality. See, once you get his righteousness, then it becomes a lot easier to seek his kingdom, to accept his ruling. You understand what I'm saying? Once you, once you, once you take on the characteristics of God, you know, you take on his personality. Then when you seek his kingdom, you'll be able to accept what he has to say about you or what he has to say about that situation that you're seeking him about. Let me give you an example. So, you know, if you are, if you are a U.S. citizen it's a lot easier for you to understand the rules of this country. It's a lot easier for you to understand, um, or or understand, but also it's it's easier for you to accept. That's the word I'm looking for. It's easier for you to accept what what the 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 courts or or what your uh, elected officials have to say provided that they're saying right okay we know some people but anyway but but it's it's easier for you to accept what they say so so let, let let's just let me give you an example so in this country we we drive on on the right side of the street well in another country they may drive on the left side of the street so if you if you if you're not from here and you're driving on the left side of the street which you know may be how it is in your country and the police stops you you're gonna be like well what are you stopping me for why because you you're not you're not accustomed to what the rules are for your country you know so so it it would it would behoove you, or it would, it would be um, good for you to understand the rules of your country. Well, same thing with with God. You know, if if I am never, if I am never abiding by, if I don't have His characteristics, if I don't, if I don't take on uh, uh, God's characteristics, if I don't try to live a righteous life, or or live by what He's telling me. Telling me how to live. Then when I ask him. About certain things, I may have a hard time accepting that. I I may have a hard time accepting what he's telling me to do. Why? Because I'm not I'm not programmed or I'm not conditioned to think like that. That's that's another reason why we should meditate on the word day and night, night and day. I hope I'm making sense to you. That's why we need to meditate on the word day and night, night and day. Because, see, once we meditate on the word day and night, night and day, and, and we we become familiar to what he expects of us, and we become more like him, then he can tell us certain things and we'll be able to accept it. We'll be able to accept it. So So we must... Seek God first. The problem is a lot of times we do it in reverse. We we like to we like to do what we want to do. Be as big and bad as we want to be. And then when we get in trouble, we start screaming for help. Some of you have kids right now. I, I I got grown kids, but you know, you know when they were teenagers, you know how it was. They, you know, you tell them to do a certain thing or don't do something, and they're like, I I ain't got to listen to you. I just do what I want to do. I'm grown. I, I know what I'm doing. And then they get in trouble, and then when they say, "Mom, Dad, I don't know what to do. I just don't know why," and, and you're trying to, you're you're almost laughing at them because you're like, well, if you were to listen to me in the first place, you wouldn't have this problem but because you thought you just knew everything, then you ended up in trouble. Now you want me to bail you out. Well, that's how we do God. We we, we you know we don't wanna uh, uh, do the things that God has told us to do. We decide that we're gonna go out on our own and do all this other stuff. and And so when we get in trouble, that's when we come to God. And I'm not saying don't come to God when you get in trouble, that's who you should go to listen if you are in trouble God can help you what I'm asking you or what I'm telling you is why get into trouble why wait to get in trouble and then listen to God why not listen to God in the beginning so that that you won't have to face the trouble you know there's a scripture in the Bible and I can't I can't remember the exact scripture but It says he makes a way of escape. And so many times when we look at that scripture where it says he makes a way of escape, we we tend to think in our minds, oh, well, when I'm in trouble, he's going to make a way of escape. Well, he can, but that doesn't mean always that he's going to wait for you to get in trouble to make the way of escape. Sometimes he will make the way of escape so that you won't face the trouble. Can I really be honest with you right now? I, I'd be willing to say a lot of times he gives us a way of escape so that we don't even have to face the trouble. But we don't take it and we end up getting in trouble because we make bad decisions. If you are going to make a good decision, you have to understand that it got to come from God first. You got to seek God's counsel first. You know, Psalms 37, 23 says this, the step of a good man or the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. The steps of a good man, underline that, uh, of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. I, I, can't, I can't walk by my own beat. You know, I could, but, you know, I don't think it's gonna be Beneficial. I I don't think it's going to be good for me to walk by my own beat. But if my steps are ordered by God at all times, listen, if I'm seeking his counsel uh, at all times, seeking his face at all times, allowing him to guide my footsteps at all times, then then I, I won't have these issues. I won't have half these problems. I can tell you right now, I'll be honest with all of y'all right now. There are some things I would not have had to face if I would have just allowed God to uh, order my footsteps in the first place. Don't get me wrong. I'm so glad he, he heard my cry in the middle of the night. I'm so glad that he came to my rescue when I called him. You know, I've been through a lot. And he's kept me. He sure has kept me and I can't thank him enough for it. But man, if I would have just listened to what he said in the first place. If I would have made his word rule, in other words, if I would have made his his word law, that's that's what I went by in the first place. I could have avoided a lot of trouble. But you know some of us we 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 just don't listen. And we can't blame the devil on it. We just didn't listen. We decided to make that decision. You know what what's going to set some of us free on this year is the fact that we'll look in the mirror and say it's my fault. You ought to just practice that now. It's it's my fault that what I did what what happened to me last year, you know, was my fault. It, it was it was it was my fault. It was my fault that uh, uh, those things happened in my life because I didn't listen. Now, I'm not saying everything, but a lot of things we can avoid if we just listen to God. Think about Saul, you know, in, in the Old Testament, Saul in the Old Testament was chosen king. He was chosen king. He had the kingdom. God gave him everything. And all he had to do was obey God. And what was his downfall? His downfall was disobedience. His downfall was listening to others. Bad decisions. Bad decisions. Uh, First Samuel chapter 15. You you know, read it when you get time, but it, it talks about Samuel um telling Saul to kill all the Amalekites. Kill all the Amalekites, burn everything, don't leave nothing living. Destroy them, not beat them, destroy them. And so Samuel comes back after saul and you know the israel army has went and faced the malachites and yes they did win and and yes they did half of what god through samuel had told them samuel finds out that the king is still alive samuel finds out that when god told him told them to burn everything including the animals and everything else he finds out that Saul then brought some of it back to make quote unquote sacrifices to God. And so when Samuel questions Saul about it, what's the first thing Saul said? Saul says, Well, it was the people. It was the people that did it. It was the people that made me do it. It was, you know. And then he said, Well, I just want to give something to God, but that's not what God, that's not what God told you to do. He told you to destroy everything. You know, there's a saying I have, a half truth is nothing but a whole lie. A half truth is nothing but a whole lie. And half of disobedience uh, or half of obedience is nothing but disobedience. There's no in between with this thing. You know, it's it's not like you can make half a good decision. You you just can't. You can't be half pregnant. Either you are or you ain't. And, and so Saul Saul begins to blame the people. Well, it was the people that wanted to take the stuff. It was the people that made me do it. Can you imagine what God must have been saying? First of all, let, let's, let's just be real. How would that sound? You telling your parents, your mother, your mother, or your father that I didn't do what you told me to do because of basically what he's talking about because of peer pressure in other words i was so uh captured by them or i was i was so pressured by my peers that i decided to disobey you now now ask yourself and some of you already know you ain't got to ask yourself you probably was laughing when i when i said this but I understand that's what he's saying. Imagine if you would have told your mother and your father that. Well, I didn't listen to you because uh, Billy and James was, was pressuring me to do it. And so I just did it. But you understand, right? And and if if your parents were like my parents, they probably like, okay, well, yeah, I understand. But go and get my belt. You still going to catch it. Why? Because you disobeyed what they told you to do. I'll never forget when I was in school, (laughs) I was in school and so, you know, I was, I can't remember all the details, but I do remember this. I was having a problem with the teacher. And so I got sent to the principal's office or to the administrator's office. And so one of the administrators told me, if you ever have a problem again, just walk out the class and come to the office. And so I said, OK. So, you know, a couple of days passed by, you know, and me and the teacher, we got into a disagreement or or whatever have you. And so I did what the minister told me to do. I went up there and just sat in the office. Well. Long story short, uh, I sat in the office, but I still got rolled up. And and not only did I get wrote up, but they sent the note home. Hello. And so when they sent the note home, now, my father, who was working out of town most of the time. Happened to be home this one particular day. And for whatever reason, now he he wasn't home a lot, but he just happened to be home this day and he checked the mail. And he read what they sent. And he said, I ain't never heard you acting like this. What is wrong with you? He said, I'm about to beat your tail. And I said, but the the administrator told me to come to the office. Well, tell the administrator you about to get your tail whooped. So guess what? Even though the administrator told me I disobeyed or I made my father angry because I was doing things I wasn't supposed to do. So how would that fly with you? You know, how how do you think God feels when you say, "Well, I'm just going to do it," you know, and then I hope you understand why I'm doing it. I'm just I'm going to disobey you, but it should be all right because I had a good reason. Listen, there is no good reason for disobeying God. Bad decisions. Making bad decisions. You, I, I know we want to come with excuse after excuse of why we did this and why we did that, but at the end of the day, we have to admit it was just a bad decision. Saul made a bad decision. He, 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 uh, uh, did what the people, what he said, was pressuring him to do, and therefore. He was in trouble. And even before then, you know, there's another (laughs) Saul Saul was a character because if you look, you know, the the thing with the Amalekites was in Saul 15, but if you look two chapters back in in chapter 13, you see where he went and made a sacrifice to God when when he was not supposed to make sacrifices. That was Samuel's job. And so when Samuel confronts him about that, he says, well, I know you told me not to, you know, we agreed that you we would meet up and you would do the sacrifice and everything to God. But some of the people were getting upset and some of the people were getting uh, uh, antsy and they were beginning to leave. You, you got to understand why I disobeyed God, right? Because I was losing some of my people. I was losing some of my soldiers. So I had to do something. I, you know, I, I know you're supposed to do it and God told you to do it, but I had to do it because after all, I'm losing the support of my army. I'm losing the support of my people. And some of us, we do things because we, we feel like we're losing the support of our family, of our wives, of our husbands, of our friends. We do things that we're not supposed to do, making bad decisions. How long are you gonna let bad decisions hold you up? This year you ought to make good decisions. You know what? I'm just gonna make good decisions. And 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 maybe I don't you you know, listen, one of the one of the greatest things you can do, especially as a man, to free yourself is to say this. Listen, listen closely. I don't know. See, see how, see how freeing that is. I, I, don't know. There's nothing wrong with saying I don't know. If you don't know, you just don't know. Don't make, don't, don't, don't move so fast and just make a, a irrational decision because you feel pressured. Have the freedom and the ability to say. I do not know. It'll keep you out of a lot of things. It'll keep you out of trouble. And so, another thing before before I, I end this thing, one more thing we gotta we have to understand. Proverbs fifteen and twenty two says this: uh, without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. In other words, don't be so, so, uh, so lifted up in pride that you don't listen to people. Let me say that one more time so we can, because I I, I feel, I feel the tension. I, I feel it. Don't be so lifted up in pride. that you can't take counsel from others that you 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 just you you make a bad decision guess what god a lot of times will put people in your way or in your path to give you godly counsel to give you wise counsel there's nothing wrong with listening to other people Can I I just be real with you? Uh, A smart person will listen to other people. As a matter of fact, the, the most successful people in the world listen to other people or they get people around them who are smarter in a different area where they may be weakened. That's nothing wrong with listening to other people. And so that's what that's that's what God often does with us. He will put us with people or connect us with people who have strengths where we're weak at. You don't have to do everything yourself. Some of you might be experiencing burnout right now because you're trying to do everything on your own. Some of you have been making bad decision after bad decision because you have been trying to be everything by yourself. God does not want that for you. God wants to give you people that will help you. He he wants to help you. You know, like I said in in the opening, we have to seek God. Some of us ain't even doing that, just seeking God. But then we cry, oh God help me, oh Jesus help me send them lord and then when they get here you don't want (laughs) to you don't want to let them do anything you shouldn't try to be a king you know or should i say a bad king a good king listens to his people A good business owner listens to his people. A good CEO listens to his people. A good president listens to his people. I'm not saying that you're going to agree with any and everything that people say, but you at least hear them out. Listen to the wisdom. You know, so allow God to help you. Allow The people that God has put in your life to help you. They're there for a reason. See, I've learned, listen, I have learned that, you know, people are in your life for a reason. Now, you have to separate who's who. But most people are in your life for a reason. Either they're there to help you or they're there to hinder you. Let me say that again. Most people in your life are there to help you or hinder you. As a matter of fact, that's, 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 they fall in, everybody in your life falls in that category. They either help you or hinder you. Your job is to uh, get the ones that hinder you out and listen or cleave to the ones that are there to help you. That's why it's called the body of Christ the body of Christ not just the head of Christ not just the toe of Christ the body of Christ we are the body of Christ everybody plays their part looking look at look at home in the natural you got a husband and a wife and kids there's an order but there's 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 a reason why you know some houses are more productive than others. Because you have houses where the husband is the head, but he often uh, uh, takes the advice of his wife, and the wife uh, gives the advice to the children. You know, there's an order, but there's also uh, input from every aspect. Now, if you got a a head or a husband who just feel like he know everything, do everything, you know, and he don't know squat, dilly, that house in trouble. Bad decisions So I just Want to encourage you listen 2021 make Good decisions seek God's Counsel first I, you know and, and we talk about this quite a bit But if 2020 Hadn't shown you that you really need to seek The counsel of God And really allow God to order your Footsteps I, I don't know what else it's going to Take I really don't know What a shame it would be for you to live a terrible life when you had all the resources that you needed in God at your disposal. All you had to do is listen. So I just wanna encourage you, man, make 2021 a year where you're gonna make decisions, sound decisions, good decisions You're not going to make decisions out of your flesh. You're not going to, you know, make decisions because you're panicking. You're actually going to make good decisions. I've made a decision uh, to really seek God more now than ever. And and I don't have no problem saying that. I'm going to seek him more now than ever. It doesn't mean that I wasn't seeking him before, but man, my ears are getting sharper and sharper every day. Because I got to make sure that I hear what he's saying to me. And I got to make sure that my 2021 is the best year of my life. Every year I'm going higher, baby. That should be your testimony. So listen, this is Brother Dre from Day 41 Ministries. I hope you enjoyed the broadcast. If you enjoyed the broadcast, drop me down a little message. Let me know. If you didn't like the broadcast or you want to hear something else, drop me down, drop me down a message, you know, let me know what you're thinking. I'll talk to you soon.